Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Okay, this is attempt number six for Cheryl to get the car screech out. Yeah, yeah, I had some difficulties. I was playing yoga videos instead. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. No. And she hasn't even started drinking yet. Not yet. We're not even on vacation. Soon. We're getting close, though. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Alrighty. Um, Disney Village and Heidi Klum have put together a collection of sportswear. Well, that would be Disney Villains and Hi- oh, Heidi villains. Klum. Oh, Villains! That yes. makes so much more sense. Yes, it does. There's a there's a Disney Villains and Heidi Klum collection of sportswear. Remember when I showed you the pictures of oh, the Oh, I know. Eyes? I totally do yeah. remember the picture. So Heidi Klum collection, uh, which is, <laughs> what is sportswear. <laughs> what even is Disney Village? Wasn't that like Disney, Disney Shopping Springs Village? A, yeah, like was, a million years ago? Downtown Disney, the original Downtown Disney. Sorry. Uh, but Disney Villains <laughs> and Heidi Klum Collection, which is a clothing line available exclusively on Amazon.com, have uh, created a set of sportswear that is inspired by Disney villain characters like Hades, Ursula, Maleficent, and the Evil Queen. Um, the collection was directed by Heidi herself, so I don't know if that means she was like, und put this one over there. <laughs> um uh, you know, I'm sure she's not really a designer, but uh, this was her idea. She's a Disney fan. She wanted some fashion that was forward yet familiar and thought that these contemporary designs with Disney villains uh, would reflect just that. So uh, they've got some really cool glow-in-the-dark stuff that looks like the wallpaper from the Haunted Mansion. They've also got some stuff with Maleficent and the Evil Queen on it. Um, some glow-in-the-dark things. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. Based on the photos, Cheryl is extremely unimpressed. Oh, really? Not interested at all. How about the glow-in-the-dark? I mean, outfits? the glow-in-the-dark, it looks cool in the dark. Right. But then you can't see the real design. Except that, what are those supposed to be? Swirly boobs? Those are the eyes from the wallpaper on the Haunted Mansion. They look like swirly boobs. Okay. Well, I won't be getting you that for Christmas. No. Let you know what my problem is today? Take that off your Christmas list. What's that? You no one made me cookies. You didn't have your lint balls. No, I had a lint bulb. All right, hold on. Girls, start the cookies. It's National Cookie Day. It is National Cookie Day. And I didn't have any cookies. No, you didn't. And I apologize for that, but we'll get to that right after the show. We'll have cookies. All right. I promise. Uh, So the Disney Parks blog has some recipes out there for some of their favorite cookies from uh, National Cookie Day. So they have a a chocolate chip cookie from Disneyland Paris. Uh, which is chocolate chips that they have fancied up with pecans, dried fruit, and a dark chocolate drizzle. Yum. Uh, They have the Enchanted Christmas Tree uh, cookie from the Magic Kingdom, which is almond macarons. Uh, Gingerbread cookies from Shanghai Disneyland Resort that are very cute, but I don't eat gingerbread. Uh, Shortbread cookies from Disneyland Resort, which are very classic and simple. Those look good. Uh, they have a whole wheat chocolate chip cookie from the Contemporary Resort Bakery. I don't like whole wheat. Oh, stop it. You would eat that. Molasses crackle cookies from the Disney, oh, uh, from the Wilderness Lodge Bakery. Delicious. Spaceship Earth cookies with a salted caramel ganache from the Taste of Epcot, uh, from the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays presented by Advent Health. <laughs> Those look good, don't they? Mm. And uh, Jack's Num Num cookies from Disney's Hollywood uh, Studios. What are these? These are adorable. Butter cookies from Hong Kong. Oh, my. Everything. Hong Kong is so cute. It is. They take so much uh, time and care in crafting yes, their food. they're beautiful. And then the last one is a pumpkin cookie ice cream sandwich from the Animal Kingdom theme park. I want all the things. All the things? All the sweets. I want all the sugar. All right. Bring it on. Well, you can choose between sugar or drinking while we're on vacation. Why? It's uh, vacation. I can have be, both. Will you be drinking while you're eating cookies? Absolutely. All right. All right. Um, let's talk about our favorite musical band. 
uh, Mariachi Cobra. Oh, I thought you were talking about BTS. What's that? The, my favorite Korean boy band. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know about them. No. Um, they had a feature on the Disney Parks blog, what, today? Today, which is Thursday. We'll be posting it to our site. Um, but they celebrate Las Posadas, uh, which is a uh, Mexican celebration of the journey of Joseph and Mary, I believe. Oh, okay. And it, it, uh, they perform this at the American Gardens Theater at Epcot. Um, they broadcast it live last evening. And uh, it, it's very cool because part of the performance is the dancers going – when you have a real Las Posadas celebration, you go door to door and you're supposed to knock at the doors and the, no one's supposed to let you in until you get to the last door. Because oh. that's supposed to be symbolic of Joseph and Mary right, trying right. to find a place in right. Bethlehem. So you have to turn away all the so people have, that come to your to door? Be, you have to be turned away. Ah. And uh, that was part of the performance. And it was it was pretty cool. But it's a bunch of uh, Mexican music, uh, you know, mariachi style. Do you know, is this something they're doing more than once, or did they just do it this one time and record it? No, they are performing this uh, at Epcot in the evenings. <gasps> oh, so we could see it. So we could see it. But Woo. well, I'll, I've watched it already. I have not, because I don't like to spoil live things by watching them not live first. That's why I don't get the whole, like, ro- you know, the ride videos. Uh-huh. I don't watch those. I try not to watch those. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I get weak. When I, I don't watch them. them. I could see maybe watching them. I didn't when... Um, Disney World was closed, but if they had stayed closed much longer, I would have probably started watching rides that I've already been on. Mm-hmm. But I would never watch a ride I've never been on. Duly noted. I think it makes sense, though, if you have, like, little kids who are afraid of things. Right. To, like, sort of let them know what it's like first. Or if you could show me Space Mountain with the lights on, I'd be very happy. Yeah, you'd like that better. Yeah. Yes. Um, there is a guide on the Disney Parks blog to create Disney Theme boards. These are food boards. Yes. They are comparing them to charcuterie boards. But with no meat. Right. And no cheese. They're calling them sweet and savory charcuterie boards with in, in air quotes. Um, so they have these two boards. Uh, one is a hot chocolate board and it's just, uh, you know, various items that you can put in your hot chocolate on the board. Uh, and then they have another one that is a Christmas morning Mickey waffle board. I uh, like that one. Which is a cute idea. Yeah. So uh, that's available on the Disney Parks blog. And if for more detail, you can go into the Everything Holidays section and get a ton of holiday content from the Disney Parks blog. Very nice. Which reminds me, have you been going to the Disneyland Paris advent calendar we talked about the other no, day? No, is it cute? I have. Uh, they give away, so far they've given away a couple of recipes. Um, they've given away wallpapers, backgrounds for like Zoom meetings yeah, yeah. from the park, which are very cool. Uh, just just some, some interesting content. They did a... You know, make a paper cutout tree so that it could be the Christmas tree at Disneyland Paris, which was mm-hmm. not as cool as the paper parks. No, no. Nothing's um, as cool as paper but parks. But it, it's been interesting so far four days in. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, ha, ha. Uh, Governor Newsom, we just so love him. Um, there's some news about him from California again. He had another announcement. Yeah, they're announcing regional stay-at-home orders based on ICU capacities. Um when these regions' ICU capacity falls below 15%, they're going to enact a three-week lockdown in that region. Uh, and these regions are the Bay Area, the Greater Sacramento Area, Northern California, Southern California, and the San Joaquin Valley. Um, so at this time, no regions are in a stay-at-home order yet, but uh, they are mon- monitoring. So, I mean, this really affects Disney in no way because, I mean, they're not opening anyway. So right. They're not really open matter. right now. But we just like to talk about any news that involves Governor Newsom. Right. And under this lockdown in California, hair salons, personal services, and bars and wineries would remain closed. Retail stores moved to a 
percent capacity. Restaurants can only be open for takeout and delivery. Um, and uh, schools would remain open that were open and critical infrastructure would remain open. Grocery stores, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more uh, you have more freedom with that than we did in the first couple of months in Connecticut. So right. All right. Uh, Disneyland has updated their uh, theme park ticket expiration policy. That's right. If you have a unused non-promotional single day ticket that expires on December 30th or March 31st of 2021, the expiration date will be extended to December 16th of 2021. Um, multi-day, wholly unused multi-day tickets that expire on January 12th or April 13th of 2021 will have their expiration date also extended to December 16th, 2021. And that ticket will expire 13 days after the first use or on December 16th, 2021, whichever occurs first. Um, guests who have a multi-day ticket who have used their first visit between February 8th, 28th of this year and March 13th of this year, but did not reach your ticket's maximum number of uses, will have the 13-day expiration ticket of that period extended to December 16th of 2021. Okay. So the expiration dates will be updated prior to the theme parks reopening in California. All right. The Downtown Disney District, that's in uh, near Disneyland, has extended its hours for the holidays. That's right. Downtown Disney is essentially going to be opening one hour earlier for most of the days that it had been scheduled to open at 10, and they are moving the opening back until not to 9 a.m. So you're getting an extra hour of shopping, uh, and I, I, you know, whatever restaurants are open that early. Um, they, uh, they have modified their hours. I think they close at like 8 o'clock on New Year's Eve. So, you know, you're not going to be celebrating New Year's in downtown Disney. They open the day after Christmas at 10 a.m. So they've modified the hours. If you're headed to the downtown Disney district, check the Times Guide because, uh, like I said, they are opening pretty much an hour earlier every day. So okay. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm going to throw you for a loop. I know you hate when I do this. Have you seen anything about, was it Buena Vista Street? Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything about how that's going or what it looks like or... Not since the first couple of days no. it was open. There's been no. I'm just uh, curious about still, it. you know, what the lines are like. And, mm-hmm. and okay. In Disney World, there are now some military discounts for 2021. That's right. Every year, Disney re ups their military discounts, uh, and they have done so for 2021. Uh, members of the U.S. military can choose a four day, five day, or six day promotional ticket. Um, these are for purchase uh, available for purchase between now and February 14th of 2021. Uh, the rates are excellent. Uh, the visitation period, the tickets can be used between January 1st, 2020 through September 26th of 2021. And military members can also purchase a memory maker for the uh, special price of $98. Uh, there are some blackout dates and, uh, uh, you know, restrictions on this. Uh, the number of tickets that military members can buy, but Disney does right by the military members every year by putting these discounts out. All right. Uh, and then new pass holder and DVC discounts are available now at Epcot in the Holiday Kitchens. That's right. Annual pass holders and DVC members can now get a 10% discount on food and non-alcoholic beverages uh, at Select Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays Kitchens in the evening. Okay. So it's a discount, but it's only available from 7 p.m. through park close. Uh, you cannot receive the discount when you're paying with cash. 
and you should double check with the Holiday Kitchen to see if they're offering a discount. So they don't even list which kitchens are offering the discount. All right. So take a chance, buy some food. You see, might get, see what you, get. You, you might get 10% off. Okay, nice. Um, well, this is a weird one. A reality TV star is facing charges for punching a cast member? That's right. In the animal kingdom, um, hip-hop and reality TV personality Spectacular Blue Smith. I have no idea who this guy is. Um, But apparently he uh, made a sneezing gesture and said coronavirus while approaching an attraction at Animal Kingdom. A cast member... Uh, then told Mr. Smith that he did not think that was funny, to which Smith replied, I thought it was. Uh, The cast member then asked Mr. Smith to leave the attraction line on two occasions, but Smith refused. And then when the cast member attempted to block Smith from continuing in the line, uh, Mr. Smith punched the cast member twice. Uh, As a precaution, the cast member was taken to the hospital, and Mr. Smith was arrested and faces a battery charge for the incident. All right. I don't know who Spectacular Smith is. No, no one cares. He's a jerk. Yes, he is. Um, so about, where are we? Buena Vista Street? Yes. Uh, it seems like they're slowly opening more restaurants and carts and things there. On December 3rd, the off-the-page art gallery in Hollywoodland and a Grizzly Peak Airf- Airfield popcorn cart opened. I know you were all wondering. Excellent. You know I love a good popcorn cart. It's true. Well, I'm especially excited about popcorn in Disney World because we haven't had movie popcorn here in a little while. That is true. And I'm feeling that deficit. Yes. It's a problem. A new mobile character cavalcade is visiting the resorts. That's right. There's a new character cavalcade. Uh, they have a custom-painted RV, which kind of looks very much like something from JoJo Circus. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that is the old... Uh, camper that Jojo used to pose by. Maybe. It looks very much like it. It could be. Um, but uh, the new uh, caravanning around the world character RV is bringing Disney characters to the various resort hotels uh, where characters are then getting out and greeting guests in a socially distant manner. Let me tell you something. If Jojo pops out of that RV, I'm going to lose my mind. It, well, it's not Jojo. Uh, <sighs> according according to the uh, picture, it carries Goofy, Pluto, Donald, Minnie, and Mickey. Um, and uh, based on some of the pictures that I've seen, uh, Goofy and Pluto met guests at the Yacht Club. Uh, but they do it outside, and they stand on the grass behind the hedges, and the guests can approach them and take pictures on the sidewalk. That's cool. Yeah. It's just nice that they're bringing characters to the resorts. I mean, you typically don't see that anyway. So right. what a nice bonus. So the only time you usually see something like that is during a hurricane mm-hmm. uh, when they've got everybody stuck in the uh, <laughs> right. resorts and they bring the characters in. Uh, but it is nice because, you know, they're not bringing them into the resort, into the lobby to create a crowd. They're doing this outside right. in the open air. Yeah. And especially because people didn't expect it. There probably wasn't a huge crowd, at least to start. Right. Now people are going to be expecting it. And looking for it. That's right. okay. Um, the My Disney Experience app for the merchandise mobile checkout is now in a test phase at Disney World. Yeah, we mentioned this uh, being available at Disney, uh, Downtown Disney in California a couple days ago. Uh, this is now available. Um, it is the shop in store now testing button in the My Disney Experience app. And that is currently available only at Mouse Gear in Epcot. 
but you know, I would expect it to expand to multiple locations uh, in the future. Are we going to try it? If sure. Mm. You like to buy things? No. No. You like to buy things. I do. Yeah. I'll probably be the one to try it. <laughs> probably. But it looks like it's the same deal. Uh, you grab a designated mobile checkout shopping bag. You scan the items with the app as you're uh, shopping and put them in your bag. Then you tap checkout. You pay on your phone and you show the QR code to a cast member as you exit. Sounds super complicated, but we'll try it anyway. Yeah. I'll screw it up. <laughs> in entertainment news, um, this is sad. Radio Disney is going to shut down in the first quarter of 2021. That's right. Radio Disney was first launched in 1996 as a terrestrial radio network and then expanded to satellite radio and additional platforms over the years. Um, And then, uh, well, as of 2005, it was available in 97% of the USA. In uh, 2015 or 16, uh, they added the Disney uh, Country Radio uh, Mm, Network. That's weird. Um, and, uh, over the 24 years since Disney, Radio Disney has been available, they're, you know, they're the reason we've seen acts like Miley Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, Taylor Swift, Britney Spears, One Direction, uh, all gain in popularity because of their heavy rotation with the kids right. on Radio Disney. Um, so they are shutting down as of the first quarter of 2021 so that Disney, uh, can focus more on streaming content. Um, 36 full-time and part-time employees will be impacted by this closure. Now, that's like on like Sirius XM and stuff we had. We had that, right? Now you can't get that anymore? Well. They won't have a good Disney station. It's channel 78 or 79 and that will be gone. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It is. I mean, is it really that big of a deal to keep it going? Um, uh, It must be. I don't think it is. I think they're just. Now, this does not affect Radio Disney in Latin America because that's a separate operation. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's sad news. 24 years. Yeah, that is sad. Adding to the the sadness, if you like DuckTales, is that uh, Disney XD is going to cancel DuckTales. Yep, they have been, uh, they're going to be closing down after their season three ends. Uh, They were rebooted uh, three seasons ago. Uh, They did 75 episodes and more than 15 shorts. Uh, While physical production has wrapped, um, DuckTales will be getting an epic season finale in 2021. And series finale in 2021. I haven't watched any. I used to watch DuckTales. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to see some of the new ones. Yeah, you know, they changed some of the voices. I wasn't too keen on it. You did see it um, then. But, uh, you know, DuckTales is supposed to be replacing Phineas and Ferb's Agent P in the World Showcase in Epcot. The scavenger hunt. Oh, like uh, what's the point of doing that? Activity. I feel like so, the scavenger hunt activity is always just behind where you actually are. Right. So it's like outdated as soon as they put it in. Right. Every time. Like Kim, right. Possible, Kim Possible was like, it, on the, way the show out. wasn't even on anymore. It was maybe in a right. few reruns. Well, look, Agent P. Yeah. Right now it's Agent P. Yeah. You, you, what, what kid has watched Phineas and Ferb in the past seven years? Right. You know? Yep. So now DuckTales is canceled, so we're going to give it a scavenger hunt. <laughs> right. All right. Um, there's going to be a virtual investors day on December 10th. That obviously is uh, Disney investors. Yep. Which I am one. Oh, yes. With your one with share. With my one share of Disney stock. Do you have anything else to say about this? Oh, yeah. I, I, thought, you, I thought you hadn't finished talking. No, about that's it. all I have. All right. So um, Investor Day 2020 is on December 10th. Uh, this event is going to focus on the company's direct-to-consumer streaming service, um, along uh, among other topics, and is scheduled to begin at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time and is expected to last uh, approximately four hours. 
Uh, last year's Investor's Day brought the official launch date and pricing for Disney+. Plus. So who knows, you know, I'm hoping we get some news on the cruise line, maybe the, the return of Adventures by Disney, um, you know, as an, as an invest, as a shareholder. Um, you know, I have a lot of questions that still need to be answered related to their return from the pandemic. As a shareholder? As a shareholder. <laughs> and I will probably call in. Now, are you, you – and can anyone call in or do you have to be an investor to call in? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I, it's an investor day. I don't know how they verify that, but I, right. I do know that there's a link available. Okay. So then. I'll, maybe you can try it cause you're not an investor. No, I'd like to know beforehand though. This is information I would like to be able to deliver to the people. All right. Well, all it says is to watch the webcast. You can go to disney.com slash investors. It sounds like, so it sounds like it. anyone can watch it. Yep. All right. Uh, Bob Iger. Uh, we know is leaving Disney, and it has been announced that his final days will be in December of 2021. That's right. Uh, Bobby, as I like to call him, yeah, Bobby I, uh, will be leaving Disney completely uh, by December of next year. Um, and in, in a recent interview uh, where he was talking about his plans for life after the mouse, uh, he admitted to giving serious thought to running for president. Um, but he said while those plans have come and gone, he would be open to taking an upcoming uh, a role in the upcoming Biden administration. Hmm. Uh, so, um, you know, he said he considered running for president after the 2016 election. And he did a lot of work to study the feasibility of it. But he realized how difficult the path might be in the Democratic Party for a businessman to actually get the uh, nomination. Hmm. Well, so never too late. No. Um. D23 has unveiled a Gold Duo membership. Ooh, sounds fancy. Yeah, starting in January of 2021, the new Gold Duo membership will be available. The new plan will be priced at $129.99 a year and will take the place of the D23 Gold Family Membership Plan. The Gold Family Membership Plan will no longer be available for purchase after December 31st of 2020. Um the gold duo uh, benefits of the gold duo plan include two personalized gold member cards and gold member certificates, access for the two D23 gold members to virtual and in-person events, plus the ability for each gold member to bring guests to select events, access for two D23 gold members to special D23 gold offers, including early access discounts and exclusive merchandise opportunities, one gold member collector set, which will be sent to the primary member, and one annual subscription to the Disney uh, 23 publication. Okay. So. Good stuff. Um, current gold family members can transition at no additional cost to the D23 gold membership duo plan for the remainder of your gold family membership term and automatically renew to the gold duo plan annually. All right. Boy, that's crazy. That's a lot. All it does is it says uh, it, it's essentially giving you the same thing that the gold family plan gave you. The gold family plan was up to four members mm -hmm. with the gold duo plan. Each member can bring one guest. So therefore, four people get access. What do we have? We I have the gold solo membership. Oh, I don't get it. Well, no, because you don't want to pay the extra uh, $50. I don't want to pay person. the extra anything. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. There's some new details on the Brightline train station that's coming to Disney Springs. Ooh, tell me about it. So this is, we talked a while ago about Virgin, uh, Richard Branson buying, mm -hmm. uh, taking over the train line in Central Florida um, that was being, it's in existence. They're expanding it. He took it over. Uh, it has been renamed Brightline. 
Uh, Brightline is going to go from West Palm Beach to Orlando and then from Orlando to Tampa. Uh, and what they are doing, uh, the line currently runs Miami to West Palm. Uh, what they're going to do is put a train station at Disney Springs. So cool. Um, the train station, uh, let's see, um, the extension to the Orlando International Airport is scheduled to be done by the end of 2022. Uh, and the uh, Walt Disney World station is expected to have a ground level lobby with passenger facilities and an upper level train platform. The location of the station has not been announced by Disney or by Brightline, but they did start work on uh, the proposed Disney Springs station earlier this year. So it, Design would take, work on it, it. could take you from um, the airport, the Orlando International Airport, to, to Disney. Disney Springs? To Disney Springs. Wow. That would be so cool. And then f- to Miami, to Tampa. Uh, they're looking to put a stop in Cocoa, Cocoa Beach. Mm. So this could kind of be a, you know, a rail network It'd be amazing. It would just be, I mean, to not have to have a car. There's so so much you could do even without a car just by taking the train. You know, you fly in, you take the train to Disney, you know, you want to go to the beach for a couple of days, you take the train to Cocoa Beach. Yep. Amazing. Cool. I hope that really happens. I think it will because it's not, it's not relying solely on Disney. Right. You know, this is an outside opportunity for someone else to make some money. So. Right. And even if they weren't doing the Disney station, Brightline was still you know, putting a rail line in from Miami to Orlando. Right. At Universal, they have settled a lawsuit with a guest who broke their neck on Volcano Bay. Yeah, we mentioned a few months ago that uh, the Punga Punga Racers slide, a gentleman from New York had broken his neck in 2019, uh, and he had started litigation with Universal over that injury. Uh, And if you recall, it was characterized in the injury report as uh, neck tingles, um, but it was actually a broken neck. Uh, Well, the litigation has ceased and he has settled for an undisclosed term uh, with Universal and it now goes away. All right. So that's the news. Uh, Just a reminder that we are off the first half of the week next week because we will be where? In Disney World. That's right. Enjoying... The 60, Freezing cold. The 60 degree weather and 40 degree nights of uh, <laughs> Central Florida. But we will be back with a special episode on Thursday and Friday covering our trip and whatever news we have missed. So uh, until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>